Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Zeit Gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 268, episode 2 of Dirty Zeitgeist! Yeah! It's a production of iHeartRadio, and it's a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. And it's Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. T-minus five days of Christmas, Mm -hmm. because we found out the 12 days of Christmas start on Christmas. Yeah. Way to go, 12 days of Christmas. But it's yeah, also... You blew it. It doesn't make any sense. Jack, as someone who is obviously a studied abroad in España, you it's should fine. know that it is, is it? a National Sangria Day. Okay? Oh. Also, International Human Solidarity Day. Okay? <laughs> and also, <laughs> Go Caroling Day. <laughs> so, go, go. There we go. I guess if you want to, although it feels... Have you ever caroled? No, I've never like caroled. in a non-school function where you were singing a Christmas carol for parents, but like you never done that thing where you like, have pull not. up. And I love singing Christmas carols, but I've never gone door to door and caroled for my supper. Okay. Yeah. Oh, how yeah. about you? No, no. I thought that was the. I remember getting mad when like I remember one year, like a neighborhood group of neighborhood people were like we're gonna carol around the neighborhood, and when they came, they like interrupted me playing like. Like, I think it was Donkey Kong Country or something. And I was like, yeah. what are we doing? Mom was like, they're coming to the door. I'm like, fuck them. We didn't want them to come anyway. <laughs> and my mom screamed at me. Fuck what them, is mom. wrong with Yeah. I was like, no, fuck them. Wow. Yeah. Super producer. Becca used to be a caroler and would do Pokemon-themed carols sometimes. Wow. So, Wait, what? I'm sorry. more evidence that we have the wrong people hosting the show and that Becca should be what, hosting it instead. What the fuck is a Pokemon themed carol? I know, we gotta we gotta get more evidence. <laughs> okay. H- hit us with it. Is it what is it like no. Oh Pikachu the No, I think light. it was specifically the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah. Oh. The twelve days of Pokemon. Okay. I don't know if like it was something my parents looked up on like OG old internet or if they made it up themselves. Like they oh, took no, one of our out here. Yeah, it was from your parents? That yeah, because is... my parents used to take us and all the neighborhood kids caroling. So it was like me, my brother, and then like the neighbors down the street. And like we all loved Pokemon. So I don't know if it was like 
they were like, well, if they'll do this if it's Pokemon related. And they just made a bunch of Pokemon carols or. Yeah. Pokemon is so intimidating to me as a parent because <laughs> there's just so much lore and so many names that are all made up. Exactly. So you can just stick any name in like a dove, you know, you're like yeah. three, <laughs> you know. Oh, OK. Yeah. Seven swana swimming. Yeah. They just knew you fucked with Pokemon, and so they were like... Let's, oh, we were obsessed. Okay. My brother liked Pokemon sheets, Pokemon cards, Pokemon collector things. Yeah. So they were just like, we'll just pick some names, put them it's in a beginning. Sheet. My four-year-old is starting to talk about Pokemon, and my strategy <laughs> is to just go completely dead. I just go limp whenever he does. <laughs> and I'm hoping that. <laughs> That's, That's a good strategy. <laughs> That's what kids do when you yeah. they don't want to do something. They go yeah. limp. Yeah. Can I tell you guys something I yes, learned about please. the 12 days of Christmas real fast? Yes. Do you know there's the 12 days starting with Christmas and after? That's what we're talking about. We That's didn't what know we're that. Saying. It's, about uh, it's not epiphany. a countdown to Christmas. No, it's after. Yeah. It's right. bullshit. Fuck me I up. I hate it. I'm so tired when of le- Christmas Did I tell Christmas. you what I learned about New Year's, though? What'd you learn? It's when Jesus got circumcised. <laughs> Is that right? Go with me here. Okay. <gasps> Okay. He was born on Christmas, right? Mm. Oh, how many days after till the bris? You do the bris like eight days later. Mm. After okay. the ball drops. Yes. <laughs> Proverbially, yes. you know, right. spiritual. Like, obviously, it doesn't happen that quickly. When you saber but... the champagne off. Yeah. Right. Well, there it is. <laughs> That's right. I can't That's stop telling right. people this because I just learned it. And it's like all I can talk about now. It's like, did you guys know New so Year's that... is when Jesus was circumcised? Dude, I mean, that party. would suggest that we picked Christmas specifically to like back to the way that Black Friday happens more like Black Friday happens after Thanksgiving. But also, Thanksgiving kind of happens before Black Friday. It's yeah, like we, we backdated Christmas we backdated in order. Thanksgiving. We backdated Christmas in order for to celebrate Jesus' circumcision. It's because I looked up the 12 days of Christmas because I was like, what's that all about? Yeah. And then that's how I found out. It's the 12 days after, not before. I think we might have told you that it was the 12 days after at the Christmas party we were at together last week. And then thus starting the entire chain. <laughs> Who even knows? The Ouroboros of information. <laughs> My journey into Jesus's circumcision, where I learned that the foreskin, like a lot of people claim to have the foreskin. Of Jesus? Yeah. Oh, like, like a shroud of Turin? It's like a holy artifact. Wow. Wow. Uh, and all these different people claimed that they had it basically as like an early tourist trap to be like, mm. come to my city. Come see yeah. Jesus's foreskin. Also, the easiest thing to fake. It's so right. like fake. nobody's gonna be like that doesn't look like a three thousand no, no, year old like, foreskin to like, me. They're like that's an onion ring. Is yeah. it? How dare you? That's blasphemy. It's called the holy prepuce. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this was so this was a tourist this. trap, like in like the year thirty seven. Yes, or it was a tourist. Okay. Yes, because yeah, apparently a lot of them got destroyed during the sacking of Rome. Got it. The yeah, fake yeah. the fake foreskins. Yeah. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe it was a bread and fish, you know, multiplication thing where once <laughs> once he was circumcised, his foreskin oh just multiplied out of control. It was actually a problem. They were the like five oh, no. golden rings. Yeah. 
All right. Well, my name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Applejacks, a.k.a. Potatoes O'Brien. Two seasonal dishes in honor of the holidays. Uh, And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Pink vibrators in a CVS. Jack's big plumpers looking swole. (laughs) COVID warnings being sung by a mime and folks drowning in inflation woes. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. Cost about three eighty five. <laughs> Baja blast in the can, all aglow. I'll find it hard to sleep tonight. All right, Lockeroni, shout out to you doing the Nat King Cole Christmas song, getting in CVS uh, vibrators. You didn't get B plugs in there, but you got the big plumpers in there, and you got Baja blast valid. Well done, well mm-hmm. done. And it is hard to sleep on Christmas night because of all the Baja Blast that I allow myself at the <laughs> around the. But then I time won't see Santa, Mom. <laughs> Why is Dad vibrating and <laughs> grinding his teeth? Well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a brilliant and talented writer, podcaster yeah. who's yeah. written for the New York Times, New Yorker, yes. New York Book of Reviews, and GQ, yes. Yes. among many, many others, uh, was the co-host of the legendary podcasts Girls in Hoodies and Night Call, and the writer, creator, and host of the legendary podcast Heidi World, The Heidi yeah. Play Story, which you should go listen to now. It is up in its completion. And also, another show we're in the very early stages of working on together. Please welcome back to the show, Molly Lambert! Straight from the Valley! Hey. Hey. S U S C H R I S T. I'm talking Jesus. He's got a foreskin. We're gonna cut it off on New Year's Eve because mm. Molly just learned about it. Ooh. That New Year's was Jesus circumcision. There it is. What is that, Fergie? Right? That was glamorous. Glamorous. That was yeah, glamorous. Yeah. glamorous. I wasn't oh. sure if it was gonna fit when I started. And it could it be absolutely F- did. O-R-E-S-K-I-N. We're talking foreskins. <laughs> anyway, look, we can punch that There it is. We were talking foreskin. What's new since a couple days ago when we were talking when we saw each other? Skin. On New Year's Eve, we're gonna champagne. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> You can always yeah, go meow, to meow, 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 yeah, during the national anthem too, I felt that she she got a meow meow in there too when she sang it at the All Star game. She's had like several famous public performances. The national anthem, the yeah. one where she peed herself. In San She's Diego. just sweaty. Oh, yeah. The but... one where she no, she was peeing herself, <laughs> and one where she like did backflips. The whole she's an incredible performer. Yeah, one of the Stacey greats. Ferguson. Never, I've never, like, even conceived of the idea that somebody wanted to fuck the national anthem, but that was the only <laughs> thing I conceive of when she performed the national anthem. Oh, well, hey, hey, hey. She's from Hacienda Heights, too. Local. She, she, is she is from Hacienda yeah. Heights. In so many ways. She still goes to Taco Bell, drive through raw as hell. Oh, yeah, she's in the Heights. She stays in the Heights, you know what I mean? As she says, I, like, I, my, I had a homie whose dad worked for, like, Arco or whatever one of those like you know gas companies were out there and like her and Fer- him and Fergie's dad were like kicking it forever and he's like yeah dude I remember she, like we would see her when we were like kids 
she was always a star. It's like, oh my god, (laughs) that's such a weird. I I saw, I saw her as a child, and I was like, that's a star. Oh man, (laughs) hey man, sometimes children just have star quality. Yeah, yeah, got to get them in the biz. Stars aren't made; they just exist. She was been in the biz for a minute anyway, so you know. Oh man, Kins Incorporated. I just saw Babylon last night. Oh my god, how was it? I don't know. I don't like to be a hater. Oh, that's Pe- very the people I saw it with, you, Jack. People I saw with liked it. I can tell what you thought of it from what you just said around it's a, it. It's a mess. There's some great parts. Okay. There's some great parts, and it's a mess. And... I heard it's a big mess. Is it this year's House of Gucci? Oh, I don't think so, but maybe, yeah. I also it's like, like fun, and everyone's doing cocaine in it. The the older I get, the more I realize how much like my enjoyment, like how much I like a movie, is dependent on like where I'm at personally. And I'm just, like, <laughs> have you have you liked any movies lately? This is no. my show now. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, exactly. I haven't. I haven't liked movies for welcome to Molly's about movies. a week and a half. Yeah, Jack, what do you like? <laughs> Not mm. in a week and a half. You know what I liked that I won't stop talking about. What's that? The Fablemans. Did you? Oh yeah, everybody's really Mark good. It. I loved it. I heard really? it's really good. I want to see that. Nobody that I was with liked it, but I loved it. I thought it was really funny. Oh, yeah. I had the thought while watching Babylon, because it is a love letter to the magic of cinema. Babylon is. I had the thought, man, we should have seen the Fablemans. Because <laughs> we should have seen that love letter to the magic secret of cinema. Secret about Fablemans? It's not really a love letter to film. What? Yeah. I mean, they it is, a but not in the way you think it's going to be. It's about the power of film. Much hornier. It is horny, actually. That's cool. And it's about his mom, right? Yeah, it's about his horny mom. Nice. All right, Molly, so you, we're going to get uh, to know you a little bit better in a moment. Sorry, Miles, were you going to say something? I was, saying, I, don't, I'm just, I was just thinking of... You, you thought horny Bab- mom you saw, jokes? No, you saw Babylon more in the Rastafarian sense, that that shit was Babylon to you. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so in all the senses, it was Babylon to me. Yeah, very horny movie. Or a very, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. You, it's worth seeing. I highly recommend seeing. Sometimes a movie that, that is that horny can be, like, like desexualizing. It is a little, right. a, li- a little bit like that, yeah. Horny but not erotic. Yeah. There's something else I just saw where I was like, wow, this is, like, so horny that it becomes completely unerotic. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Which might have been the point. Like, one of the first things we see is a beautiful woman... I'm sorry. It doesn't look like clean, nice, fresh. It's a mess. And then from there, it's just. There's. Wait, I'm sorry. You just really jump street. Jump street. I feel like you can't tell. I feel like you shouldn't reveal that. I feel like you shouldn't reveal that. That feels like some shit. Maybe like, what you the- should talk to Damien Chazelle because he <laughs> he drops that in the second scene. <laughs> You're telling me this is a movie is a love letter to. It's a love letter to <laughs> cinema. And oh my god. We get shit on before that even happens in the first scene of the movie oh my by God. an elephant. So I'm just letting you know. It's a lot right it's, away. Wow. I've heard people say stuff like this about it, but I thought they were kidding. No, no, it's all very serious. And I just it's it also has I think I was like turned off by the fact that it has things that I'm pretty sure he thought were very funny that I like was like, oh, man. So anyways, oh, nothing now worse. I got to see it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Molly, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about today. We're going to talk about Elon Musk maybe a little bit. Maybe not. We'll see. We have to talk about George Santos. 
a superstar in the MAGA world. And yeah, just a the grift of the fucking year, I think. The grift is real. Like, holy shit. Lacey oh, needs man. to do just all her 2023 episodes about this man. Yeah. Or not. It might just be very straightforward that he lied about everything. And then the Democrats didn't want to win for some reason. <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk about that. This is a, the openly gay Republican politician who just got not who just won in New York. And the Democrats just uh, they were like, how do we beat this? Didn't guy? do much oppo there. Didn't apparently <laughs> did zero did Didn't less do than zero. A single oppo. thing. We are going to make a case for shoplifting from Walmart, all of that, plenty more. But first, Molly, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Well, I already told you that I looked up the 12 <laughs> days of Christmas and yeah. learned that New Year's is when Jesus got circumcised and can't stop telling people. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody great. wants to know. How to stop telling people about how to New stop t- <laughs> search, <laughs> search bar. How to stop talking about Jesus's penis to you strangers go. you just met at a party. I've always oh. thought that was an undercovered thing. Is like there are a lot of like nude crucifixes and like nude paintings of Jesus and the like, holy cock. Yeah, the holy cock. Like that, that seems like a thing that people would talk about. Like how big I mean, is it? it? Turns like, out, shouldn't it be like really? Are there big? a lot? Of, wait, I don't think I ever saw Jesus's junk. Bro, I'm going to send you guys right now. Because I remember in the Catholic high school when I went, he had the little loincloth on. Like, yeah. when do you see in the depiction of the crucifixion? Or like, there I are just other so. ones like glamour maybe, shots with Jesus. Maybe like, I'm with the adding that. Bro, are you ready to see 5,000 paintings of Jesus getting circumcised as a junk? baby? No, I'm talking about no, grown man Jesus. Click. I thought, click on seen, this. I thought click there's on this definitely link. been at least a... Well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense because this is like, so much art, everything was just like, hey, what should we do? Paintings of nature. They're like, mean. nah, do shit from the Bible. <laughs> right. Okay, naked people from the Bible? L- look at my link. Look at my link that I just sent you wow. in the chat. Am I ready for this? Yeah, you are. Good I morning. mean, it's like so it old is ancient depictions, but... Hmm. Through the years, it's like paintings from all the different periods. Like even the period when babies just looked like tiny grown men. Oh, oh yeah, like this first one by Friedrich yeah. Herlin. The, Jesus, it looks like he's fucking 40. He has a receding hairline, and he's like, yeah. relax. Like, yo, man, all right, let's get this over. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. Babies yeah. look like little old men, though. Yeah, Sometimes like early they on. Do. Yeah. But they not like, like this. They look like Winston Churchill. Yeah, babies mm. do look like Winston White Churchill. White babies look like yeah. Winston yeah. Churchill. It's a problem for, for the whites. But also, look at, look at little baby Jesus. He is getting his foreskin taken off. That was when they knew. He didn't even he didn't even make a face. He was just like, yeah. Take but like that. the venue for the circumcision looks like lit. Like they are like they as if they knew he was Jesus. Well, they did, Miles. But did they, they take remember? him to a special thing? I mean, I don't I don't remember the gospel star of Luke, like to my heart, but it looks like they did it in like a cast, like a like the king was like, yo, bro, bring him through. Yeah. Little star of Bethlehem. Maybe it should have been a giant star of Bethlehem. That's all I'm saying. There's this one per- car I always see in my neighborhood that has a bumper sticker that just says circumcision is his decision like as is it cr- like capitalized, capitalized h, h as in yes. god yeah. no oh. no <laughs> that's how i looked at it i was like it is his upon high no it's decision. like anti-circumcision it's oh, like right, right, it's right. like yeah like Strong my body opinions. my choice for baby boy yeah let him yeah, look yeah. if you want to go do that in adulthood you don't go up have a very uh 
chaotic experience doing that in adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> bro, get in the car. <laughs> bro, we're all getting <laughs> circumcisions, bro. Hop in. Bro, your white elephant present? <laughs> <laughs> we got you a brisk. What is something you think is overrated, Molly? Uh, let's say the movie Jaws. Ugh, Molly. Let's say underrated. <laughs> the Fablements. Okay. Look oh, at how shit. mad Jack is. Jack, you just fucking, you just shit on his whole life saying that. <laughs> no, that's Jack fine. so mad. That's... He's st- I'm, I no, probably he's... just like Jaws because I was in it's a good fucking... mood for the first six years of my life and watched it's it a hundred fine. times. But Jack always wanted to be get eaten by a shark. Like that, that whole thing set off like a whole movement in his mind. Really? Yeah, that was that was what I thought I wanted to do when I grew up. When people asked get me eaten as a by kid, a shark? yeah, I said I wanted to either be a shark, be a sharkologist, but that wasn't a profession. So ultimately, oh, shark- I want to or ultimately I want to be eaten by a shark. Ultimately. <laughs> I also wanted to be a marine biologist when I was a child for some reason. Yeah. Because marine biology is cool as hell is why. Yeah. I wish it like turned me on to all that cool shit and like Jacques Cousteau movies. And like instead I just watched Jaws hundreds of times, watched Jaws 2 hundreds of times, Jaws 3 and 4 probably dozens of times each. Wow. Um, I mean, I had this fantasy of um, like booping P-22 on the nose. R.I.P. 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 P22. That's the mountain lion yeah. for those who are not L.A. listeners. There's He's a, a mountain lion yeah. who they just euthanized. But I always said if I saw, if I ever saw that mountain lion, I was going to... You boop him on the nose. Oh, I was going to kiss it and, and let it murder me. Yeah. I think that's the right thing to do. I Imagine if you got to hear way. a mountain lion purr. Maybe right. the last thing you'd ever hear, but it'd be incredible. It sounds right. like a, I've, when I've heard it, it sounds not like it, it sounds like a big ass engine. It sounds like, like a lawnmower oh, starting up. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah but imagine right how good that would feel to like feel a big cat purr. And oh, then, yeah. And then you die. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I see people like those animal handlers were like bears and shit and like big cats be like fucking knocking them over because they're like having fun. They're like, come on, buddy. And I'm like, oh, shit. Part of me <laughs> oh, yeah. would like to get kind of wrapped the up. Arm over the back. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, man. <laughs> like, and they're really like, come on. I'm fucking with you. I love you, though. I yeah, follow like some people one. on Instagram who they're all Russian who have like big cats that as pets. Right. Yeah. Follow these people. There's like one guy I follow who has like a puma in his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I followed some like rustic Russians who like have bear friends. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they've been like, living with the bears though for centuries. You know what I mean? So the, their, yeah. th- their bear vibes are way different than ours. Mm, I don't know. It's pretty suspenseful. Anytime they post a video where they're like, here I am rubbing this puma's belly. Whenever, yeah. well, I go, live, like, go live. Go <laughs> live. There was like that one UFC fighter who would like wrestle bear cubs when he was a kid. And, like, yeah. that's how he got his wrestling technique down, his fucking just bodying, like, bear cubs. Uh, but I do, oh, I, I should mention that I, I sent this article, in, like, in our text thread, like, last night. But Steven Spielberg recently, he was on Desert Island Discs, and the host was asking, like, how he would feel about having sharks, like, circling him if he was, like, on this show's Desert Island. And Steven Spielberg said... That's the one thing I still fear, not to get eaten by a shark, but that sharks are somehow mad at me for the feeding frenzy of crazy sports fishermen that happened after 1975. I mean, the sharks are mad at you, but cosmically you're fucked, bro. That's what he's feeling. Uh, He's like, do I have a cosmic debt for setting off a sport fishing thing? And then 
one of these people who has like the head of a shark like trust was like uh i think we're giving him a little too much credit but yeah that certainly may have done it no he did say he like his great regret is like villainizing sharks in some way and peter eventually said the same thing and like most sharks don't eat people everybody knows that people eat people people i mean also (laughs) okay now i'm gonna say jaws is good and stop being a, such Thank a you. contrarian yeah man is the most dangerous animal in jaws yeah it's not about the sharks it's about keeping the about resort the open yeah. yeah 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 but i wasn't able to figure that out as a kid i just didn't swim in dark pools for about fucking 23 years i mean look the ocean's scary that's what's cool about it yeah the ocean rules respect that respect that bitch <laughs> Your new fucking conservation campaign. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Fableman's just really good. We won't spoil it, but it's just really good. I really, I, I am not like a Spielberg guy at all. And I kind of saw it as a joke. Kept being like, let's see the Fableman's. Um, <laughs> and it was very different than I thought it was going to be. It was not like a love it's letter really, cinema. Really different. It was not like a La La Land. It was like, um, it's, it's like a serious man. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It's about okay. being like miserable Jews in the suburbs at the height of American empire when everyone's yeah. supposed to be doing so good. Oh, that sounds okay. great. So it's like a, almost like a Sam Mendes type vibe of a film. Yeah, it's written by Tony Kushner with right, right. Spielberg. It's like, like very funny and dark. It's not like sentimental oh. or schmaltzy at all, wow. which is what and, and it's very like admin reveal of Spielberg where you're like, oh, this is why he's doesn't really do stories about real people and their human emotions mm-hmm. is because he's oh, all like fucked he up about like this, this his whole life right 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 this is why you didn't really d- delve into the relationship of the parents in et because you didn't want to you didn't want it was complicated truly no i mean truly it's like and also my friend dave uh Horowitz said he was like oh et is about like your jewish relatives from the old world that you have to like <laughs> keep alive that are always like asking you how to use a telephone because <laughs> judd hirsch shows up in fablemans as like an old jew and my friend was like that's et that's and i was e. like it is et wow so not only is it like a good movie in and of itself but you can just like watch it as a rosetta stone of like all the 100 percent. Oh, it explains man, everything about spielberg shit. yeah and and it's definitely it's just not like it's not like sentimental and schmaltzy. It's it's very like it's about how your parents are human beings. It's great. Who said the thing about the elderly relatives? Just so we can give them a my follow. friend Dave Horowitz. Dave Horowitz. All right, and you can find him at Dave underscore Horowitz on Twitter. We are going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, 
Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And Elon Musk continues to do do his thing, continuing to create drama so that he, everybody's looking at him. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what he does with it. So a couple of days ago, he put out a poll saying, should I step down as CEO? Sad face. I should just kill myself, right? Like, hoping everyone's like, no, Elon, stop. You're so cool. We love you. But people voted, yes, he should step down for, as CEO. And he he said that he's going to follow through whatever the poll demands. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It feels like he put himself in a no-win situation, like, because he's sort of out of options now. He could either just ignore it and keep on being the worst CEO of all time. He could actually step down and like resign in disgrace. I'm disgrace. Just, I, he's not. He's the, he's he's still gonna own it. He's just picking somebody else to fucking front the fucking right. thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Which Either. probably means what? Yeah, that's probably. And like people said, that's what he was. He already said he was planning to do that. So this was just his, his way of being like, "What well, you guys did it. It's, it's your call. I'm just listening to the people." But I'm. I am curious. Like, do you think he thought he was gonna get voted? In. I think, yo, last week was the worst week of his life with the Chase Center shit, with all the weird, like, Elon Jet banning, actually JK, actually someone's giving ass- assassination coordinates, and then the cops are like, what? And he's like, actually, JK, should I suspend these journalists? Maybe I won't. Here's a Twitter Wait, poll. Are you talking about when he got, like, cheered on Dave Chappelle's stage? I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> when it was 90%, it was 90% cheers, cheers and, boos. like, there were a couple boos? Is that what right. you're talking about? Because it didn't seem bad to me. <laughs> Well, it was bad to me. And I I definitely began to see him sort of uh, struggling a bit. But I think rightly, a lot of people pointed out that 
with the Tesla stock going down, him publicly leaving Twitter as CEO would help restore confidence and bring the share price back up. Like that's one dimension of why this makes sense because, you know, like his wealth is tied up in Tesla's stock value. So when that going down and many shareholders being like, man, this guy needs to fucking stop paying attention to Twitter and like figure out this other shit. Uh, I guess it kind of helped. It went up 62 cents on Monday morning. But I think this has been said for a while by like a lot of investment analysts is like that Tesla stock is just overvalued and has been overvalued for a while. Yeah. And I think as, you know, people begin to be like, this guy's kind of a loser that that sort of undermines the confidence in the company. And then therefore we start seeing a little bit of a, I guess, a decrease in the in the share value. So this gives yeah. him a good out to also be like, you know what? Vox Populi, Vox Dare, whatever the fuck he was saying about saying like, see, I'm, I listened to the people. They told me to get the fuck out and I did. And here's this other person who will now be in a perfect position to be the fall guy when Twitter goes bankrupt. Right. And then he can just kind of be like, man, this thing was doomed before even I scared off 90% of the ad revenue in fucking three days. Place was a wrap. But I think, yeah, many people are like, eh, this, this feels like a good way to preserve your ego on the way out while you've actually just uh, you know embarrassed it just so. gives them like more spite like more ammunition for being like fuck you guys i'll show you so it, it also i don't know like what did he think was gonna happen and now he's just gonna be a bigger spoiled baby throwing a tantrum with billions of dollars than ever before yeah why not you know? but molly you're a huge elon musk fan what do you think yeah, absolutely. Don't count him out. The man, uh, <laughs> don't count this guy out. <laughs> he's just, God, it's just incredible what a bad poster he is. The worst. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's sort of <laughs> inspiring that you can have all that money and, and never be funny. Yeah. Like, he's not even doing the smart thing, like, to get a consultant or something. Well, you know a normal I mean? person, any normal celebrity... You know, not that I want him to be a celebrity, but like anyone else would just hire a joke writer. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, everybody else that's famous just has like a ghostwriter making them seem likable. I don't I don't think Elon Musk uh, will even do that, though. I mean, not that he would hire a funny ghostwriter either. I'm sure he'd hire someone who would be as funny as he is. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like even and less yet, funny. It's just incredible. It's like... I don't know. Makes I was saying it's like, does he not know he's the guy getting murdered by everybody in Lord of the Flies here yet? Like, right? <laughs> you know, not quite, not quite. I think, and that's why it's I, that's why it's just interesting to watch this him having this like real time reconciliation with like whatever reality he's letting seep in through Twitter, or, you know, the Chase Center, or these other moments he's having. What the God? I was killing it. Right. And then but then a lot of people in that poll were like, don't don't do it, Elon. Ninety percent of those votes for you to step down are from bots. Bots. Like, <laughs> I knew they were going to say bots. Like, I, thought I, thought the the bots. bots. I thought he got rid of the fucking bots. I thought he got rid of the fucking bots. So now he created the, a oh, sophisticated oh. AA. Did he lose the poll? To... Oh, yeah. He oh, got yeah. Fucking he windmilled on. got rinsed. Oh, yeah, shit. They told him basically get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So, so that's funny. He's yeah. supposed to step down. And he's going to do it. But don't like I just I, like his attitude, his whole comportment. He's going to do something shitty as he steps down. He's going to make it worse somehow. You know what? Like though? he's going to make this... fucking Trump or some mega <laughs> asshole like CEO or something, you know, like he's going to do Somebody something else is saying like though, that. Like Trump's Trump's account is back and he hasn't posted. Yeah. Because yeah, they, like, 
because he also the funny thing is Trump is like he needs to get as much investment in truth social. So if he starts splitting his his presence. Well, I think all of them are like just trying to set up some some new social media. Right. Yeah. But but again, the problem is like his the people who are investing in truth. I think there a lot of people are saying like they might sue Trump if he started using Twitter because they're like, you're actually sending business to a competitor when we're investing in this thing that was supposed to be you exclusively on this fucking thing. So it's a yeah. very everyone's got their hands tied in weird ways. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like I that, mean, uh, it's good if we all get off Twitter, right? Is it? We need somewhere, yeah, we need somewhere to be able is, to right? hear like when people are doing bad shit in real time. I just don't know where that's going to happen. You yeah. know, like, oh, Instagram. <laughs> could you imagine yeah. that? Like, yeah, it becomes the new fucking wild journalism feed on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> One yeah. day. Who knows? Who knows? But maybe they can maybe he can have this guy, George Santos, become. CEO. Yeah, let's move on to George Santos, because this is I don't know. This is the new. The new feeder profession for <laughs> Republican success is just straight grifter. Hey, fake it, it till you out. make it is a yeah. very popular phrase in the entertainment industry. Don't worry yes. about your fucking rent. Say you did that shit until you yes. get there. And if they ask, fuck it. They, half the time, they don't even ask. Well, George Santos did exactly that. He's Right now, he's a superstar in the MAGA world. He's an openly gay Republican who has no problem with the party's official platform of curtailing people's rights. I mean, he's actually the first non-incumbent out gay Republican to be elected. So it was a historic win when he like flipped this district in New York. It was like a district that Biden or he won by eight points in a district that Biden had won in 2020. That's wild. And dude, he's got a good story as a candidate on paper. You know, you look at it, it goes, OK, what? Tell us a little bit about the story of George Santos. Well, he's the son of Brazilian immigrants. He went to NYU. He worked at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, where he was a manager. He helps manage his family's consulting firm and their massive real estate portfolio, you know, and consulting worth, you know, like, I guess, handling around $80 million in investments as well with his consulting firm. And what else? He has a charity that works with animals. And he even tragically said he lost four employees in the Pulse nightclub shooting. And that was sort of like this backstory, like on his campaign site and what people were saying about him. And also said, uh, Trump was at his, quote, full awesomeness on January 6th. Right. I also wonder if, because saying I worked at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup and manage a consulting firm, like those are the sorts of things that I I wonder if he has a unique insight here that like those jobs don't exist. Like when you say them, they don't exist in people's brains. They're just like, oh, okay. Like nobody has any like idea of what that really means. You know, right, when so you say nobody's going to like back Goldman? it up. Yeah. Right. Oh, you worked at Goldman Sachs. Okay. You worked at oh, okay, Citigroup. Cool. Okay. Oh, okay. I work with a consulting firm. Okay. And yeah. it just like doesn't exist. There's no follow up, including by the New York Times. The jobs are just so boring. They're just so blandly impressive <laughs> as like <laughs> right. I do real world stuff that you could just claim them. Mm-hmm. So that's a good that's good insight for anybody who's looking to do that stage their own grift. I think there are things to learn here. Say you're a consultant every time. Yeah. That can explain 100% of your income always. Oh, I'm a consultant. That's what I do. And say, don't put it in writing, but say that you worked at Goldman or, you know, what one of the big banks because people will be like, did he say Goldman or did well, he say JP Morgan or did he say, you know, cares? like one of, they, those all blend together in everyone's mind. So you can just be like, oh, no, you misheard me. 
Well, I, I, I said J.P. Morgan Chase. He's he's weaponized our lack of interest in those jobs uh, to his you know maximum effect and impact because all of that, everything I just said out loud about him is bullshit. It turns out the New York Times decided to do just some of the oppo research the Democrats could have done during the campaign right. and found out pretty much nothing he said is true except for his name and that he is Brazilian. Right. Both NYU and Barrick University where he went, he said that both universities said, we have no record of anyone with that name or date of birth attending. Goldman mm. and Citigroup, they were asked to, about his employment. They said, we have never heard of him and have no record of his employment. What about his family's firm? There's no records of it. There's not even a fucking fake website or a LinkedIn page. Like you can't, you could Google it and find out that this thing doesn't exist. There's also no record of his real estate holdings, unless you count the two times he's been evicted from apartments as a holding of an L, I guess. I don't know. And <laughs> Here, then that, L, sir. that charity that he ran, which is called Friends of Pets United, they, the New York Times asked the IRS, is this like a tax exempt charity or do you know this as an, emp- em- like as an entity? They said, no, we've You're talking never about heard FOPU? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I know FOPU. Oh, yeah, FOPU. Oh, FOPU. Yeah. Or it sounds like a really shitty soccer team. But yeah, Friends of Pets United is not real. And then then Pulse nightclub shooting. He said he had four employees of his companies that died that were victims in that shooting. No, they could not find a single connection to any of his fake firms. How do you pick the number four? That's so many people. That's a lot. But yeah. again, the only thing that is true is that he's Brazilian because they did find a record. He was arrested when he was 19 because he stole a checkbook from an elderly man that his mom was taking care of. Yeah. Just con artists. Like criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is, yeah, he just told a lie one day that somebody believed and just kept building on it. I do want to like, like, it would be great to take a look around his office to see if he was just like pulling things off of random flyers and shit. Like Kaiser Soze. I mean, it's really what, it's what we deserve. Yeah. Right. Goldman and City (laughs) Group. (laughs) <laughs> uh, he sees like a fake Oscar statue, gold right. man, and <laughs> <laughs> looks out the window, city, and then there's a barbershop quartet for some reason. Group. Group. And friends of Manchester, no, Pets United is what <laughs> I, was my charity. But it's so, no one has responded for comment, like not even like Kevin McCarthy, where they're like, uh, do you know about this fucking mess that y'all just welcomed in? Or Santos hasn't said anything. But it's just such, it's so wild to think that the Dems just got mopped up by someone with, like, the flimsiest personal lie of a backstory. Like, and I think a really good testament of how fucking all over the place their spending was in the midterms. Like, why New York was one of the biggest reasons why the House was able to get a majority uh, for the Republicans. Look, they're addicted to taking L's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and this is like a, this one shows like, oh, you must have been fiending for one. Because this one, I bet this one's hitting different. Not even Google. Just didn't getting Google. Google. They were like, "Look, he's gay and Brazilian. We can't win. (laughs) Don't look up anything else about him." Wow. (laughs) It's just like not even one thing. It's it's a like it's he's not like building on a thing where he was like, yeah, he like worked as worked in the mailroom at Citibank for a month. 
Or like when people lie about having like these like wild art pieces like from like the mid-century where they're like, yeah, this was before they were famous. They actually rented a room from my grand my great grandmother and he paid with these pieces of art. And like right. so many people use that to like explain provenance of like shitty fake art. It's like the same yeah. thing. It's like, yeah, you know, it's just just trust me. It's very it's very murky. Look, the Dems are the real grifters because their grift is to lose so they can keep I'm begging the rest of us for money. Yeah. Yeah. That we don't have because the Dems keep losing and not giving us anything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, man. <laughs> this is desperate. I remember the day of the special election with Warnock. They were like, we're fucked, man. We got it. We need money. I'm like, if the election is today. What right. the fuck are you going to do with that right now? Yeah. yeah. Get out of my fucking You think please. I've got money to give you? I'm not giving y'all money for that. Like, why don't you, why don't you figure out delivering on half the shit? So anyway. New York Dems, great to see you guys. Not even can't even do fucking oppo over there. But it also is this the most American profession? Like, is this the profession of our time? Like that, you know, for a long time it was like really impressive to have like military service or like be a military leader. That was like what got you elected to office. And then it was there was like some military, some CIA mixed in there. And then it was like, you know, lawyer, businessman, uh, football coach was a thing that people really vibed with. But I do feel like what, you know, the thing that America is built on is just the grift and like confidence games like that is essentially at its core what America is at this point. So like is should he just not retire? Should he extra be a elected official at this point? Because like this is, you know, Trump is is probably the best case or best example of this right he like he is at his fullest truest form right now creating nft baseball cards like that's what he chose to do with the the power that he was granted like maybe this is just this is where republicans and democrats should be looking for their next talent is you know people people who get like a a good grift going on uh, gofundme by like claiming that yeah they're dying and getting people to pay like millions of dollars for their treatment baby that's the american dream right right so like is that should they be our politicians like is george santos onto something i or mean whoever, look yeah. if you're if your grift is being like bootstraps bootstraps and you make up a story and get everyone to believe i mean that's what trump did too yeah. like y'all his shit's made up yeah He's a fake, he's a fake rich guy. I think it's very uh, easy to be like, hey, I'm this and, and just hope nobody checks. I think yeah. this guy is more of a story we should look up to because he was broke and pretended. You Do you know? think he's really gay or Brazilian? I, it sounds like he is wanted by the authorities in Brazil. So <laughs> that, may, that may be real. But who knows? <laughs> Here's you know, what's going to happen. They're going to make a limited miniseries about this guy. Exactly. And we're Starring all going to laugh Leto. it off. Starring Jared Leto. <laughs> who would you cast as, as Santos? Uh, Marco Rubio. <laughs> he kind of looks like Marco Rubio. But mm. if I had to pick someone now, I don't know. I don't know. George you know, I, it wouldn't be. I would leave that to Anna. She's she's about the prestige. prestige yeah, cast. yeah, prestige casting. I can't, yeah, we need I can't her look in, in this like, cut. Channel that. I'm going Timothy Chalamet. Oh, Timothy Chalamet. Interesting. I need okay. to. I need to look at George Santos. I'm. I'm. 
I've chosen not to let like when you don't watch the trailer for a movie because you don't want it spoiled. I, I've chosen not to even look at a picture of George. Santos. I just saw a I'm picture just... of him and he is exactly what I would have imagined he looks like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he, he looks... looks like every Republican. But yes, like, he looks like a Republican proving. with like two signifiers that say I am gay and also Brazilian. Right. Because right. his skin is his skin looks good. You know, he's got like it's a comb over, kind of. And, and he's, like, his, he got a nice quaff. Like some nice earrings. Did he got earrings? Uh, but anyway, but yeah, that's 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 where they're at at the moment. And I think it, it is kind of the same thing, like in every. Like kind of you don't need much actual talent based industry. There's always like a path like that that presents itself. Like I just think of like how so many people just go on reality shows because there's like, well, this is my stepstone into spawn con is I just need to be on this show, act a fool, and then I get spawn con. So everybody's got their own way. of yeah. Maybe I think we, whoever's the villain on the next season of The Bachelor, just let them be a, a sitting congressperson. Yeah. It's just through sheer audacity. Like, that's that's the thing that gets you through more than talent or anything like that. It's just boldly lying. Yeah, and I think people are just desensitized to the fact that people who are wholly unqualified for things are running. I don't know. There's people just like, are like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's full of shit, but then like everybody, like we're just def like so deflated about it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, shame on that campaign for not even doing a cursory search yeah. into your opposition. My on the God. Democrat. Yeah. Who is he running against? It was another openly gay candidate for the Democrats, but I forget what his name was. It is. Oh, Robert Zimmerman. Okay. Yeah, this is who he ran against because that was because the person who was had the seat wanted to go against Robert uh, Zimmerman, Bob Dylan. <laughs> that is Bob Dylan's real name. Yeah, he's running against our, Bob, our, Bobby yeah. D, one of our top icons of the 20th century. What also a great grifter convinced everybody he was a good singer. Oh, fuck out of here, Jack! <laughs> I'm a, Are we gonna fight? I love Bob Dylan. But he's he, a great he, singer. He's a great songwriter, a great performer. Have you heard Nashville Skyline, my friend? Through he he just wills himself to singing well. I'm just well, saying he's not American like some, dream. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's a he's a I think by like by his own account, a bit of a con man. Well, um, he would own up to it at least. Yeah. You know who are con men? The Wallflowers and Jacob Dylan. <laughs> Is it podcasters? Yeah. <laughs> nah, fuck that. It's Jacob Dylan and the Wallflowers. That's right. Can't even spell podcaster without con. That's <laughs> true, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm, well, there's no N. There's no N. But, but you could spell cod. I just, I was just uh, willing you to not look, think about it. <laughs> you can't spell podcaster without cop. That's right. <laughs> yeah, ACAP does include podcasters. All right. Let's take a quick <laughs> break. We'll be right back. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, 
Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And while we were on break, Molly did a little oppo, huh? <laughs> a little oppo research. I did a little oppo. What else did you learn about our man, George Santos? Uh, he said, he told us in the press that he is a non-observant Jew, but also a Catholic. There you go. You know what? He's just like me, for real. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just like me, for real, for real. Literally, that's me. <laughs> Wait, so, but was your mom, uh, did she flee to Brazil from Ukraine because of World War II, which is how he says his mother is Jewish because she descends from Jews who fled Eastern Europe to Brazil. Is that, do you have a similar story or no? I mean, we fled Germany to America. Sure, sure, sure. So yeah, yeah. Vote for me. I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> vote for me. Yeah, I'm also Catholic, y'all. Don't get it twisted. Non-observant Jew and lapsed Catholic. That's me. Like that. That's me. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it me. You're like... And a log cabin Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows I care about two things, being gay and getting rid of everyone's rights. Yes. <laughs> Why are they called the log cabin Republicans? The gay Republicans? I don't really understand. And I, I probably Lincoln something with because Lincoln's Lincoln gay because everybody knows gay. that Lincoln was gay. Yeah. So they're just like, yeah, we get it. We're... The right wing doesn't acknowledge that Lincoln was maybe gay. Maybe parts of it do. I don't know. Lincoln yeah. was so cool. He was like really tall and depressed. He's like Bo Burnham. I know. He's the oh, best. first they were known as the Lincoln Club. And then there already was a a group using that name, the Lincoln Club of Orange County. So then they went with log cabin. Was it because of the Lincoln love letters? Uh, could be. I, I mean, I don't know if they they're dr- tying a direct line, but I don't. It could is it a wink? They I probably haven't have good enough SEO that they're not letting that just dangle out there like a like some common George Santos. You know, <laughs> <laughs> where do they stand on circumcision? That's what I really need to know. 
That's all we need. Do to you know. go to the non-observant Jewish a, half for the lapsed Catholic side? I'm a one-issue voter on the one in this household. <laughs> what are we doing New Year's? Who's getting circumcised? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Walmart briefly. Continuing with the trend that we saw a lot of in 2022, where... You know, the CEO of Walmart recently went on TV and complained about a rise in shoplifting, claiming that this will lead to higher prices and closed stores if people don't cut it out. And just like the the idea that shoplifting is this massive out of control problem and that it is the problem driving inflation and rather than like rampant inequality and inflation driving shoplifting is a crazy Super counterintuitive leap that the mainstream media just swallowed <laughs> whole whole hog. They just swallowed it this year. They love that shoplifting narrative. They do. Oh, they got to because it because th- it gives you the think of the corporations and they their bottom line narrative. And then they locked up all the razors and stuff because yeah. they were like, it's so crazy when you go in a store now and like everything's locked everything's up now. locked up yeah. or has tags on it. Like, I went into a Walmart, and even the guns are locked up now. You can't <laughs> even just, like, take out a gun and, like, cock it and, like, you know, sw- twirl it around. It's bullshit. Thanks, Joe Biden. But again, the holiday season is the time that we like to think about giant corporations that are less fortunate than ourselves. So th- it is a good time for him to be yeah. putting this out there for us. But it turns out it's probably bullshit. First of all, this is bullshit coming from a man who makes more than $25 million a year and just gave himself a huge raise. But also, Walmart's relationship to shoplifting is super fucked. They've been claiming since 2015 that thieves were damaging their earnings. They claimed that they lost $3 billion a year from theft. $3 billion a year people are shoplifting. Mm. Which is... Again, like uh, about 1% of their $300 billion in revenue. Okay. But the, first of all, they, like people who know anything are like, that's an absurd estimate. Right. They are getting worse at stocking their shelves. They are trying to cut down on the number of employees they have. And so they just are worse at managing inventory. And so they, and they have a thing, there's a thing called shrinkage in that world where it's like any any loss of property that can't be accounted for, any loss of inventory that can't be accounted for, they just put in the shrinkage category and they're like, that's all people shoplifting. Hire oh. more cops. Not us having not enough staff to do our inventory properly and things are falling through the cracks, but we can just call it teething. Yeah. Yeah. And anything, all the other parts of shrinkage, like improper techniques to like just account for where your inventory is, that all is like a negative in a business's, you know, reporting to Wall Street. Whereas theft, you can just be like, it's out of our hands, people. And also you get the media to like double down on pro-police, pro-retail narratives that are good for them and nobody else, literally nobody else. Right. But the other reason that people, so shoplifting has gone up in recent years and it's hand in hand with the fact that they have decided to increase their self-checkouts. Oh, so automation. They've tried to automate more of the checkout process. And that is. When they introduced the self-checkout, 
It was a wrap. They're asking you to steal. They're asking you. They're inviting you to steal. Oh, nothing. No. None of this produce is organic. Mother, yeah, it's a regular now, potato. No, the Daily Zeitgeist, nobody is just saying you should definitely steal from Walmart and Target and other companies like that. But. Oh, of course not. If one were to, at the self-checkout, perhaps first accidentally a couple times and then realizing that you could just right. do it and not get in trouble. Maybe especially during the pandemic when Target was helping the cops a lot and you were mad at them as a company but also needed things to live. Right. You just, you know, switch some barcodes up here and there. You just miss a couple things yeah. when you check out. Yeah. Mm. However, I have heard from some people, I also don't do this anymore. I did just do it a lot during the pandemic because I was kind of like, no rules. Yeah. <laughs> just right. Some people say if you steal enough stuff from the self-checkout that they are actually keeping track of it. And that when you and it hit goes a on your certain, permanent record. <laughs> when you hit a certain like like number, they come for you. But I don't mm. know if that's just to make you paranoid. I think that might be just to make you paranoid. That that requires them to pay. Here's way what I know: too much the teenagers attention. who work there, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. No, and they they have good weed too. Yeah, and as yeah. teenagers, they're pro pro vice. Yeah, I'm any teenager that works for a giant company. Any, we've all done, if we've entertained your teenage job, you go, this is a faceless company. Man. No, it's just like, about? I've never been a, sh I never was a shoplifter in my life because I uh, half lapsed Catholic. Yeah. And one time stole a Zodiac scroll accidentally, a horsewhip <laughs> scroll uh, when I was a child. And then my grandmother, my Catholic grandmother made me go give it back. Truly, I have enough Catholicism on one side that I really believe if I do something bad, something bad's going to happen yeah, to me. Too. Wow. That's cool. Same is same. that cool? It's the best. But just enough Judaism to also be sexually not fucked up. <laughs> nope. Uh, well, that <laughs> must be Jack. nice for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sex not one of the things that I, I think of as bad. That'll make bad things happen. Right. And where are you on hell? Hell doesn't... I'm, I'm mixed. You know? I, I don't yeah, really believe right? in hell. I don't really believe in it. But you know who's not going to hell is shoplifters. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because truly, it's like les miserables. Like, if somebody needs to steal some bread to live, yeah. Give but they're bread. losing $3 billion a year, Molly. You know, isn't Walmart, hasn't Walmart gotten in trouble like a million times for being racist, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. They're, 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 like, who every do, single Who are they saying thing? stealing, too? Like, I just feel like the whole thing is like, a, it's so 80s. Yeah. Like, welfare queen stuff. It's like, oh, they're living high on the hog off of like, stealing fucking bread from walmart well yeah they, you know it was very racial especially like when the whole like shoplifting ring footage was coming out and the cops oh, were like yeah. it's out of control it was always black and brown faces totally you know well, the stuff in like i feel like a lot of the reporting i've heard on this stuff is like san francisco yeah like tech people being like horrified that there's crime in a city that has insane wealth disparities like yeah. We just well, all live in fucking Gotham now. It sucks. This, well, that's the thing. Like in L.A. too, it's just a, so many people who don't want to be confronted with the actual inequality that exists in the world. I mean, like, honestly. I, can like I just have my visuals sterilized, please? I don't need to be reminded. That's what I that mean. I mean, that was a failing. crazy thing about the Caruso campaign, too, was all the rich people coming out being like, I don't like to see that poverty is a problem right. here. Yeah. So could you please just like put everyone Ship in a concentration camp so I don't have to think about it? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, just 
just a couple like shoplifting, we'll call them horror stories and in no way are meant to give you ideas. But these are people who flew a little close to the sun. Uh, James, a cashier in Washington, says he saw a customer trying to buy a $1,600 grill for $5 by hiding one item inside the other and switching the barcodes. And then they also mentioned that you can bring up kink crab uh king crab legs and like accidentally put them in as apples these are things <laughs> oh, that weight. people have done before yeah but so okay, there the is crab legs thing is like extremely dog whistly too like right right to be like oh right yeah yeah bunch of fat racist. cats yeah yeah totally but also that's a good but that's a good come up that's a really good come up and also you can get crab really cheap actually at like some some SGV grocery stores, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to go. Yeah, you can't go to the main, like the big Kroger type. Go one. to a Chinese grocery store, get some get some cheap crab. Um, I don't, how much, like, do these fucking sell crab at Walmart? Like, Oh, what? yeah. I got all my crab at Walmart. It's, crab it's and my, guns at Walmart? My, my top seafood purveyor. Yeah, they got it all. I do just want to mention their CEO bragged that going fully automated would save $12 million in caffeine cashier wages for every second it reduces in checkout and so they basically they fired a bunch of humans replaced them with robots that were stupid to save money and now they're upset that they're losing a fraction of their excessive profits because humans are able able to easily trick their easily fooled stupid robots and that's Mm. the system that they find themselves in it's all it's all self-created There's also a weird thing where they have like this for-profit business that they partner with that is like a re-education for shoplifters. So they will, if you are, if they think you've shoplifted something and, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they will approach you, the Walmart security, they'll tell you, hey, we could either, we got two options here. We could call the police or you can avoid arrest by taking an online class, admitting that you shoplifted and take an online class. So you're telling me they're filtering shoplifters into a for-profit business? Yes. Yeah. They're they're getting people How to shoplift. How much is that class? You got is that class free? Like if I take the class and everything's forgiven or do I have it, to pay money? It costs for $500. Oh my god. If you had $500, would you be shoplifting? Exactly. Uh, come on, guys. This is like in the in inherent vice when they're selling heroin so that they can like fix people's teeth. <laughs> and they fall out from heroin. Yeah. Oof. It's like you're oh selling the God. the problem and the cure. That's Fuck right. you, Walmart. That is so fucking wild, too, that they're like, yeah, watch this, bro. We will use the threat of the carceral state to give them for them to come up on like 500 bucks. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you, Walmart. Fuck out Shockingly, of here. a judge went when there was a class action lawsuit being like, they're making us like pay money if they if we like miss an item on the self checkout. This is a a judge through that case. This is officially a pro shoplifting podcast now. Yeah. Wait, did did the judge wait the judge threw it out because they yeah. like because there was evidence to suggest that this wasn't happening or because this judge was just found no proof like, on the of merits? a nationwide conspiracy to steer accused shoplifters into paying four hundred up front or five hundred. Wait, so it's like Snopes installments shit? for classes from no 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 just that it's not a it didn't rise to the level of nationwide. Oh, conspiracy. like got it, got it. But it was happening in one of these yeah. like, store. Got it. It's just you know another for profit carceral business because that's basically what you do like you know in other countries when cops shake you down for money. It's just sort of like all right, we caught you, motherfucker. Now give me some money, bro. 
because yeah. you know what time it is. Like, and yeah. that this store just kind of copied that model. Be like, ah, got you, man. Our, well, Walmart's going to start bucks. doing a thing where they're like, okay, we caught you shoplifting. Now you're in the army. <laughs> Sorry, the Walmart army. You. Now you work as a security team member at the, Walmart. You uh, have here's to your work gun. Here. Well, it's like yeah. that thing. I feel like this is a big. You don't really see this anymore. But you know, just like the idea of like you you can't pay for your meal and then you have to go wash dishes in the back. Right. Yeah, a thing no, that's never happened to anyone I know actually. Right. Because I think they would just call the cops. They wouldn't be like, "Hey, yeah. man, you can work it off." They'd be like. I think it happened Fuck to you. one writer in the 60s. And then once that was depicted in film, everyone like was like, yeah, older. that's the thing. I feel you like can it do. might even be a Great Depression trope of like people really can't pay for their meals. And right. so. Or like singing for your supper. Yeah. Or crying for your supper. <sighs> don't get me started on. Don't get me to bring up the Automat documentary again like I did last time <laughs> I was on this podcast. <laughs> I still got to watch that. But I did actually. I talked to my parents about the automat documentary because i talked about how that documentary had this insane narrative where it like blamed the homeless for the downfall of the automat because it was like poor people started going there and it ruined everything <laughs> and my dad is from new york was like there were always poor people there were always you called them bums before right. right homeless people they were they were bums you know but he said there were always people who couldn't really afford a meal, making a meal at the Automat out of, like, the free crackers and ketchup. Right. Yeah. And we should have places like that in the fucking world for people that don't have anything to, like, get a meal. Absolutely. Until we have that gradual shift. Instead, we have the self-checkout at Walmart, where you might be... Walmart should, like, feed you for free. Like, they should not be, like... Well, the good news is that you can pay for your uh, re-education shoplifting classes in $500, but you can pay for it in installments. Well, this is why we support Costco, because Costco, they've got that really cheap hot dog. Yeah, that's right. And everything's too heavy to steal. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's how they stop shoplifting. Yeah, this should look like a CrossFit exercise. Absolutely get caught trying to steal anything from there because it's all too much stuff. They're also... They check your ID coming in the door and then really look at your receipt on the way out. This is the mm-hmm. one place I've never even thought about shoplifting. I'm like, no, no it's truly, there's nothing small yeah. enough. I would yeah. never shoplift from Costco because they've got that surveillance state in there that freaks me out. Target and Walmart. I've thought about putting a a rotisserie chicken down one of the legs of my baggy Jenko jeans. <laughs> okay, <before>. that's real. <laughs> that's real Great Depression cartoon behavior. <laughs> You're going to make a mulligan stew with it with your friends? Well, Molly, as always, truly a pleasure having you on Daily Zeitgeist. Yeah. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Well, you can find me for the time being on Twitter still at Molly Lambert until whenever it blows up for real. And you can find me on Instagram at Molly underscore Lambert, where you can find timely hot takes from me, such as Bob Dylan's Christian album, New Morning, is a Hanukkah album. Wow. Okay. Let them know. And uh, yeah, and check out Heidi World if you haven't listened to it yet. My magnum opus. Yeah. And the Fablemans. Check out the Fablemans. Another story about a Jewish family just trying to get by. (laughs) And is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying, Molly? I always like that red panda bot. That's the thing I'm really going to miss when Twitter goes down is like 
Yeah. I got a lot of animal bots in my feed that just are like, here's some red pandas hanging out. It's like red panda every hour, I believe. Yeah. They're always good. It's good. And also I saw an article that the black bears are getting red or turning red, turning a cinnamon color. So mm, ginger wow. dominance. There you go. The world burns. Wow. Is that because it's on its way to becoming a crab? Yes, it's crabification. You know, because like it has to, I guess, but crabs only red after they're cooked. I don't know. Look, I'm I'm still working that conspiracy theory out. We're all red deep down. That's what mm-hmm. I'm starting to say. We're all, we're all ginger inside in our blood. That the truth? That's right. That's the truth. Miles, where can people find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, Twitter, Instagram at Miles of Gray. Check us out on our basketball podcast. Jack and Miles got mad boosties. Boosty. You see how I flipped that? I said Jack and Miles. Uh, and also Aww. catch me on uh, 420 Day Fiance with Sophie Alexandra talking 90 Day Fiance. Some tweets I like. First one is from uh, DJ Fuck at Eggshell Friend <laughs> tweeted, not to be so dumb, but like, where does the candle go when it burns? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a well articulated thought that I've had uh, when I was younger uh, at Dwayne Perkins tweeted. My mother handed me a grocery bag and said, I don't carry things when men are around. And she did not find it nearly as funny as me when I said, girl, me neither. And let the bag hit the ground as I sassily walked away <laughs> and defunct at defunct P-H-U-N-K tweeted. Uh, I ate at the cafe at Ikea for the first time in my life today. I wasn't aware that the mashed potatoes were hitting like that. Do people go to Ikea just to eat? Yes, they yeah, do. they fucking do. They and do, then, except uh, for that time they got caught having uh, horse meat meatballs. Yeah, but that was just in Europe. So, you know, yeah. the, the so Burbank one was still okay. But hey, look, I would eat it too. You can I'm get eating. defensive about Bob Dylan if you just let me be defensive of the Ikea meatballs. Thank you. Let me have my Ikea meatballs and my Subway tuna, okay? And then everything else we can we can debate. Uh, like, and then I also... I want to eat mushed up newspapers. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. That's mushed up newspapers. Mushed up newspapers. Mushed up newspapers. Damn, if it's not good. Yes, yeah, mushed up newspapers in a mayo sauce. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. And then at Sasha Chapin tweeted, uh, MDMA is a profound and fickle drug. It has the potential to make deeply traumatized people love themselves, and yet millions take it in the wrong circumstances and end up loving only European techno. Uh, but you know, you can. There's healing on the way there too if you're there you if go. you're open to it. Let's see. Uh, by the way, Jack, we we couldn't name it Jack and Miles got mad boosties because Jack and Miles Jack is and just Miles. what everybody calls you when you get out there on the court because this guy really tosses it up. He's shooting from all over on the court. He's jacking it up. Or it, it's Jack a and real, Miles. Yeah, yeah it's Jack another complete. They're like, is this about pod? Is this about basketball? <laughs> Please have me on boosties sometime. I would love right. to talk oh, about we'd a love sport to have you on I know nothing about. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I have this belief this just i mean you know i did work at espn yeah and do nothing having to do with sports there ever but i do just have this belief in myself that i could be a great color commentator oh you would be great yeah yeah we, we should have we you should on do... for the finals like yeah. when, when everybody's like what do you think ready to Molly? discuss very specific things i yeah. i'm gonna bring a fred willard energy who's that oh, i love that love what's that. he about Who, what's his <laughs> thing what happened? What happened? What do you call what happened? that? <laughs> that was my. What was that in a, a mighty wind? When that was just like, <laughs> hey, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what line? happened? Yeah. God bless. Ready. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Some tweets I've been enjoying. Amy Lee Gemstone, Lol Anguai tweeted, go to Avatar 2 and 
never bet against James Cameron your way into some floor mattress dick. Good advice. Good way to spend your weekend. And Melissa Broder tweeted, thank you so much for the kind words. I don't believe them. And that's real. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? Uh, this is from the beat maker, Frank Dukes, who's now like not going as like Frank Dukes, the producer who's worked with a lot of artists, but is now, I think, going as Ginge, because we talk about Ginger Dominus, J-I-N-G, or G-I-N-G. I think it's Ging. Is it Ging now? I literally just met this guy. You did? Okay, is he, so he's Ging now? Yeah. Okay. Because I remember when he won the Red Bull beat battle in 2010, and then like got, was on, he made a track with Ghostface, and then like took off from there and worked with like I so just, many I top artists. I just met him. He was skating down the street, and he knew my brother, and my brother said, hey, what's up? And he what's said, up? I'm of Ging, course. and that's how I know. Of course, Lambo Ging. Lambo knows them. But this track is called The Prince of Noodles. It's just a, I don't know, this this, this instrumental goes hard. Uh, very interesting, good dope producer who's now going into their own, I guess, shifting careers from producer to their own artist. So this is the Prince of Noodles. All right, we will link off to that in the footnotes. Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, yeah. or wherever you find your favorite podcast. That's going to do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.